is up, everybody? Welcome to the Legacy Quest podcast, where we are brought to you by Bowman Legacies, making life better for the blue-collar worker, one CEO at a time. Whether it's leadership development, organizational, culture, or personal development, we are here to help you to develop your life both at home and in the workplace. I am your host, Michael Bowman, and without further ado, let's get cracking. What is up, everybody? Love you guys. Check this out. I know, I know, I know. It has been a long time since the podcast has been up and going, man. Some a lot of things have changed throughout the year, and we just want to do some rebranding as far as the legacy Bowman Legacies is attached to. We want to build something that's bigger than just us. <clears throat> Excuse me. We want to create something that um, can keep going and someone else could take if they wanted to. So we're starting what we're calling the Legacy Quest podcast. And it's for obvious reasons. In our life, as we move forward, we're building that legacy. I've said this so many times on my social platforms. And that legacy, honestly, far outweighs how much ever money we leave behind or whatever kind of lands we leave behind. But actually, the true legacy that we leave is how we treat people on a daily basis and grow ourselves. And that echoes far, far beyond anything we could ever do. So, again... Sorry for the hiatus. Sorry for taking so long to get back in the saddle, but here we are. I'm also apologizing because the phlegm today. Oh my God, the phlegm. Oh, you would not believe the phlegm. So today I want to talk to you guys simply about um, perception versus reality as it pertains to recruiting and retention in your business or your team. This is something that I think that is completely and totally overlooked in today's society. I worked for a company that boasted at being the best at what they did. They boasted at making work fun. They boasted about being the change. And the funny thing was, they boasted about being the best in the business and they didn't even have a job. I really, I honestly think, I think the moniker on on the website was the most trusted name in, and they, they named the industry that they were in. So obviously, um, when we recruited people, they kind of thought that we had it all together. And I kept preaching just the opposite. And then I reason why for me, obviously, is like I didn't want to lie to anybody. I wanted to be completely honest. And when we are living in a world where we're so obsessed with perfection, we're so obsessed with everything looking just so, we end up in business presenting ourselves in the same way. And what we end up doing is having our staff look more like a revolving door than that family atmosphere we boast having. When we look at our executive staff and we don't recognize many faces, there's a problem. When we look at our field staff and we're not seeing a regular foreman, we're not seeing superintendents that are the same, and it's not because they're moving up within the organization, there's a problem. And we have to own those problems. We have to look at them honestly. And that's why I always tell businesses and encourage organizations to have a third party look at your issues because they can look from the outside looking in. I was a part of a company that did just that. They hired a guy $25,000 a month for his services. And this guy didn't have a clue as to what he was doing. 
didn't know anything about mining. He didn't know anything about blue-collar people. He was raised with a silver spoon in his mouth, and he even admitted to me half the stuff he was bringing to our executive staff was absolute garbage. So, what do we do? What is the answer? When I hired a safety director, a national safety director for an organization, I remember telling him this. I said, look, man, this is how it is, brother. We're a growing company that's striving hard for change. We're striving hard to do great and big things. But, but here's the deal. If I told you, if I told you that we had everything at our disposal, if I told you we were going to war with an enemy and we had every armament you can possibly imagine, we had Navy SEALs and Green Berets, we had jets, we had tanks, M1 Abrams and whatever the new tank of the, of the world is, we had it all at our disposal and you show up to the job site. You show up to the battlefield and all I have is two 10-speed bikes and a fishing pole, you're going to be cross with me, brother. So I'm going to lay it on the line. This is where we're at. We don't have it figured out, but by God, we're trying. Every day is going to be hard. We're getting low-hanging fruit, paperwork citations, and I haven't been able to wrap my brain around how to get this squared away. We've already fired two safety people who took the role. One completely had a nervous breakdown and the other one just flaked out and left a job site. We never heard from her again. She was working hard. She was trying hard, but they weren't giving her any tools to win. And I got to tell you, she's probably better off going to greener pastures because she's got a great career ahead of her. She's an awesome person. Now, when he had heard those things out of my, my, my mouth and I said, and I want you here. I'm willing to mentor you. I'm willing to work with you and stand by your side through all of these issues. He came on. He was faithful. He worked hard. He traveled a lot. He was diligent. And we moved the needle, he and I, together. How are we able to do that? By being honest and upfront. And that's where it starts with businesses. All too often, we show these snappy videos. We show people having fun. And too few videos actually show people covered in head to toe in dirt. And this is one of the problems that we have. When people check in, they feel like they've been lied to. I remember going to a site where we had a lot of problems. It was a multi-million dollar site for us. And I had to turn things around. I was literally given a one-way ticket. And they said, you're not coming home until this is fixed. The entire staff at one point or another came to me and told me they had felt lied to. They had felt like everything was presented as youthful and fun and laughter and people truly trying to get to the bottom of things and grow as leaders. And when they got there, it was a whole nother story altogether because we were moving so fast and so loose. We had a hard time getting ahead of the culture and production. If you want to keep people don't lie to them. If you're going to recruit people, stop painting this beautiful picture. When I, before I had left that organization, one of the recruiters had told me what she tells people the second she talks to them. Hey, we got your application. Um, would like to talk to you about the job. You realize that this is hard work, right? You will get dirty. <clears throat> This can sometimes be dangerous. And, and her list of things, I was shocked that she came up with this all on her own. She recruited with such honor, such integrity. I couldn't believe it. 
I was so happy to hear her spiel because she wanted to make sure that these people understood that we weren't where we wanted to be, but by God, we were headed in the right direction and they could come along for the ride. When I left there, she was one of the few employees that I was very grateful to have uh, met and very grateful was still on with that organization because she told it like it was. When you present yourself as everything's coming up roses, I'm going to tell you when people get there, they're going to feel like this job is just like everyone else's. They're going to feel like that they were lied to just to get their butts in the seat like everybody else does. They saw the website. They saw the cool drone shots. They saw the great music. But the thing that they did not see was the heartbeat of who you truly are. And if you're going to retain those employees, if you're going to retain those employees that you have now recruited, I'm going to tell you that honesty needs to continue. You need to stop feeling like everything's got to be perfect and you have an answer for everything. You've got to stop feeling like you got to wag the dog every time there's a problem. Or you've got to brush it under the rug every time there's a problem. You see, what newer generations want is for you to be upfront and honest. They want to feel as though that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. They want to feel as though that they're much more than just a cog. You see, our generation, when I was a young man, it was do as I say, not as I do. There's a hundred more just like you. I'll replace you in a heartbeat. They'll even have the same name and eye color. I had a boss actually tell me that. And I didn't quit because there wasn't a lot of jobs to be had out there. So I put up with all kinds of cultural problems that we today would be, it would be a deal breaker. But in a generation, in a world right now where recruiting and retention is such a big deal, if we're not honest at the get-go, we are going to fail our people. And it all begins with not just the recruiting process, but onboarding as well. Your ideals during the onboarding process needs to be more than just a drug test and a plane ticket. Your recruiting and your onboarding process needs to be actually training and inundating your people with the culture that you desire and filling them with the understanding that if we go out of line anywhere in that, from the lowest employee to the president, you, as a new employee, can say something about it and hold someone accountable to it. You see, we for too long have been a world of I'm the boss, I'm the president, what I say goes. We for too, too long have been the companies that say I want all the profit. I want to go on the fancy vacations while my people in the dirt suffer and in some cases die. Look at the statistics, people. It's staggering still to this day that we have fatalities in civil construction and mining. It is staggering that still today that it is hard for contractors to keep their EMR down, their experience modification rate, so that insurance companies want to cover them. That has to do with training. That has to do with onboarding. You want to keep your employees, you want to retain them, train them. You want to retain them, train them. You want to keep your employees, grow them. Give them a clear path to move forward. 
Now, I'm not saying that every time they do something wrong, you don't write them up, because I really believe that the chief cornerstone of a phenomenal culture is accountability. And that means you, President. That means you, CEO. Even you need to be accountable. You have to stop thinking that all because you have a culture day and you booze your people up and give them a steak dinner that you are a sound culture. That's not sound culture. People want more today. You want to retain these employees. They need more than placebos because they can smell blood in the water and good employees can tell when you're bullshitting them. Good employees, great employees, the ones that you want to be empowered to be making those big decisions can smell your bullshit a mile away. And they know when your car salesman approach comes on them, they know you're disingenuine right away. And you wonder why your back channels are on fire. You wonder why your execs are recruiting like mad crazy on LinkedIn like rats trying to get off a sinking ship. You wonder why you can't retain employees? Look at leadership. You wonder why production isn't hitting? Stop pushing your people so hard. Look at leadership. You want to have employees that feel more like family? People that are willing to go the extra mile? Give them hope. Give them passion. Fill them with desire. Train them, teach them, give them a clear, consistent path to move forward and show them that you actually care, not just with your words. Because we are in a generation, and a lot of people can say that millennials or whatever, they're all lazy and that's such a load of crap. I hired 300 people in less than a summer, and I'm going to tell you, I met some of them. The bulk of them were some of the hardest working people I'd ever met. They just weren't willing to put up with crap. They weren't willing to put up with lies. And the moment that they got the word, the moment they realized that you weren't who you say you were going to be, they were gone. But the moment I would come to one of those sites to try to fix things and the moment that I would invest in them and try to help them move forward, not just in their work life, but their personal life, the moment that they saw that I was willing to fight for them, they were faithful to me. And they still to this day reach out to me online. They still reach out to me on Instagram, on LinkedIn. They still reach out to me and ask for my advice. They still text me. Now, I know that there are some people that are lazy in this world. That's every generation. There's always going to be somebody who's trying to get out of work. There's going to always be somebody who's trying to cut corners. There's always going to be somebody that's trying to get in the, through the back door and slip in and put their feet up on the desk. But it's high time that we stop paying attention to those people and promoting someone just because they're your brother-in-law. It's high time that we promote people based upon their merit and those that are actually full of integrity and honor and willing to work hard are the ones that need to be promoted. And I'm going to end with this today. Today's going to be a quick one for you. Guys, if we're going to move forward on a massive scale and you're a company that's aspiring to have more than 100 employees, no, I'm not even going to say that. If you're going to have employees at all, if you don't have a leadership program built into your organization to help people move forward in their personal lives and at work, you're missing it because the companies that do are killing it. If you're the greediest person on the face of this earth, if you're most narcissistic and ignorant, look at the statistics that are mind-boggling 
Organizations right now like Sergeant Corp that are striving so hard to grow their people are absolutely slaying it. And the people are like the Texans of, of the industry. You know how Texans are so proud of their state and I don't blame them for it. That's how Sergeant Corp is. Now, of course, there's always going to be that, that low liar, that person that's going to troll them, that person that didn't like to be held accountable, but that's life. I got this book from 1933, and it's how to supervise people. 1933, and they have the same problems that we have today. And the pendulum has has swung way too far from the participation trophy to, you know, people don't need to be held accountable. Accountability, it's not a thing. You don't have to hold people. Yeah, you do, especially when people's lives are on the line. And things like integrity and honor have been pushed to the wayside to these new innovative ideas. But I'm going to tell you, without integrity, without honor, without being upfront and honest to your people, your business is going to constantly look like a revolving door. You're going to look at your exec staff, and I'm going to tell you, I've done the numbers. I've crunched the numbers for a business, and it's astronomical. It's astronomical, the numbers, $80,000 and less than a quarter just onboarding people. And more than that, offboarding them and putting them in planes and sending them home. Come on. Come on. We're better than this. We can do better than this. You can do better than this. And if you're somewhere leading in the middle right now and you're shouting amen and amen and hallelujah, be the one within your organization that's willing to usher in sound culture. Stop complaining. Bring answers to the table. Work the hours, show up early, stay late, do what's necessary to move forward in your culture. But if you're working in a soulless place, I'm going to tell you there's a lot of recruiters out there. There are a lot of headhunters out there that want people just like you. Here's the problem with it. Most of them are going to lie to you. I know two right now. I know two, two that aren't liars. (laughs) Two of them that's going to shoot it to you as straight as an arrow. And I've been fed the rhetoric, too, until you start reading the reviews. Find people on LinkedIn that work for those organizations and find out what it's really like to work there before you just believe whatever you're being sold. Because we have a pandemic in this nation of a lack of workers. And why? There's a lot of reasons out there. Lack of education is one of them. I mean, we don't go into the schools anymore and talk about the trades. We don't. We don't pump the trades, man. The other thing that's a problem is that once we get them in the door, they realize that everything was a lie and it doesn't take long for the words to get out. Words out, you're a chump. Words out, your culture sucks. Words out, you promote people that you like, not people that have the merit to move forward. And it starts to feel more like high school or junior high than a real serious job. So if you're blue collar this year, or this in your life, and you're, you're leading blue-collar people. Give them more. Teach them. Train them. Be patient with them. Grow them. Remember, we're older than these millennials. We're the ones that are longer in the tooth. We're the ones that have the wisdom. Now it's time to package it in such a way that they can retain it. Let's start pumping the trades in the schools, and let's start leading on a high level because people don't want to go to soulless jobs anymore. People don't want to work in places where their lives could possibly be on the line, they could get run over, smashed, blown up, burned up, electrocuted, if you're not going to care. Safety has to be paramount. Safety has to be something that you're preaching before they even come in the door. 
Safety has to be something that you're so putting for the forefront, and you're absolutely looking at those numbers. You're looking at your analytics, you're studying them, and if you're the boss, you're not just giving it over to the safety director to do the job for you. But you're actually a part of it, and you're actually a part of preaching the message. Guys, with a combination like those things, being honest, training your people, lifting them up, putting safety at the forefront, pumping the trades up to the high school people so that they know they can make a solid living. It'll be a win-win combination. But we need to start now. We need to start now. No, you know, that's not true. That's a lie. We needed to start, you know, 30 years ago. But there's no better time than right now. So if you're listening to this, I want to encourage you. I want to take this quick moment just to tell you I love you. And how can I say that I love you? I love you because I believe God made you. I love you because I believe that God made you. And because you're human and breathing and sucking air, I love you. I care about you. So don't say no one cared about you today. I want to encourage you to let you know that you can build that legacy. You can obtain those dreams that you're looking for. You just got to be intentional about it. You got to be intentional. Stop allowing the rest of the world to edict your future. You are the master of your fate. Stop allowing those voices that have beat you up for years to tell you that you're not enough because you're enough right where you're at. And once you start to realize that, you'll want to start to pour that into other people. And that, my friends, is how we build a legacy that will far surpass our legend and inspire others to do the same.